0: In John fifteen eight, Jesus said to his followers, When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. So the big question is how do we become true disciples of Jesus Christ who produce much fruit and bring great glory to the Father? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rod Nichols, and welcome to the True Disciple podcast. Welcome to True Disciple number 27. This is Rod Nichols, and I am very excited about this message because, well, it could dramatically change your life. I've titled the message, You Become What You Think. So if you aren't happy with where you are in life, or there's aspects of your life that you're not happy with, it's time to examine your thinking. Proverbs 23, 7 in the New King James Version says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Now, your first question might be, How can I think with my heart? Well, when we dig into the original language, it's not talking about your blood pumping heart, but rather the center of a person, which is the soul. The soul represents the mind, will, and emotions. So the scripture might read, For as he or she thinks in his or her mind, will, and emotions, so is he or she. According to numerous scientific studies that I found out there, we have between 50,000 and 70,000 thoughts per day. That's 35 to 48 thoughts per minute. Now, are you aware of all those thoughts? Well, some you are, but others you aren't. And the key to becoming who... And what you want and who God wants you to be is determined by first becoming more aware of your thoughts and then, second, learning to control them. Many of your thoughts are negative and they will destroy your future, so you must learn to deal with them. In fact, there's an unseen battle for your thoughts. The battle is between your fleshly evil desires and the lies that Satan tells you and the thoughts that you're receiving from the Holy Spirit. The key is is to get your heart or your soul to reject the evil thoughts and receive the Holy Spirit thoughts. That's the ongoing battle in your brain. The Apostle Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, struggled with his thoughts. We see this in Romans 7, 21-25, in the New International Version, and it reads this way. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind, and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man am I! Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death, Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature a slave to the law of sin. In verse 22, Paul says that his inner being delights with God's law or God's word. He's speaking of his spirit man. Which is connected to God through the Holy Spirit. Paul's spirit and yours, if you are a born again believer, is totally in sync with God in his ways. However, we see as we move on to verse 23, where Paul talks about his mind and how it's making him a prisoner to the sin that is at work within him and within all of us. The battle produces this statement from the most amazing apostle in the Bible. What a wretched man am I. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? If Paul was struggling this much, imagine how this battle is affecting you and me. The first step is getting control of those thoughts. And in order to do that, you have to get off God's throne. (laughs) that you're probably thinking, what? (laughs) Yes, you heard me correctly. When you act on thoughts that are contrary to God's word, in other words, when you act on the thoughts that come from your own evil desires and from the lies that you buy into from the enemy, from this world all around us, from people in this world all around us, then you're really taking on the role of God and you're kicking him off the throne of your life. Wow. Wow. That's a scary thought. And to use a famous question, how's that working for you? (laughs) If you're like me, not so good. So in order to get off of God's throne, you must humble yourself and admit that you're not God, that God is God, and let God be God in your life. Next, we've got to become more aware of how we're conforming to the thoughts of this world. We are constantly bombarded by thoughts from the world. They're formed by the information that we received throughout our schooling, at work, from other people, through the media, radio, television, the internet constantly bombarded by thoughts from this world. Those sources for the most part are anti-God. They have an anti-God agenda. They may not be aware that it's an anti-God agenda, but it is. And so your mind is being poisoned against God and his ways. Romans 12.2 reads, do not conform to the pattern or the thoughts of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. He is good, pleasing, and perfect will. So after you've humbled yourself and gotten off of God's throne and, and let him get back on, then you've got to stop conforming to the pattern or the ways or the thoughts of this world. This first means that we need to limit what we're hearing and seeing. Now, it's impossible to eliminate all of it. There's there's just too much of it. But we can cut back on television and radio, particularly the news and talk radio and things like that, and also cutting back on the Internet and social media. Stop hanging out with and listening to people who are spewing the world's ways and start hanging out with people and resources that are teaching you god's ways the the god way of thinking become more aware of your thoughts the thoughts that are floating into your mind you have control over those in the last part of second corinthians 10 5 paul tells us to take captive every thought to make it obedient to christ every thought Now, I like the way the New Living Translation says it. It says, we capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. So you need to learn how to capture your rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Jesus. So we're to literally grab each thought and submit it to Jesus for his review. So when a thought tries to come into our mind, we grab it and we hand it to Jesus and we say, Here, Jesus, what do you think of this? And the way that we do that is through what I call the thought test. And you'll find that in Philippians 4.8. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So when you have a thought, stop it, grab it, and say, is this thought true, honorable, right? Is it pure, lovely, admirable? Is it excellent and worthy of praise? In other words, is it heavenly from the Holy Spirit? If so, then accept that thought, let it come in, let it take root. On the other hand, If your thought is negative and critical, if it's impure, if it's degrading, if it's ugly, if it's self-destructing, then you're to cast it away. I want you to get in the habit of when your thoughts come in, grab them with your hand as if you were grabbing the thought, and then submit it to Jesus through the thought test. And if it doesn't meet the thought test, which you should be able to tell fairly quickly, then I want you to say out loud, In Jesus' name, I reject this thought and then cast it away with your hand. This is going to seem kind of weird at first, but soon taking your thoughts captive will become a subconscious habit. Once you've gotten to this point, then what you've got to do is begin to fill your mind with thoughts that do fit Philippians 4.8. And you will find those, obviously, in the Word of God, in the Bible. So invest more time in studying and meditating in the Bible, in attending church services, attending church classes, serving at the church where you're around other godly people. Do that more Then watching TV, listening to the radio, uh, listening to those talk radio shows that talk about politics and all the stuff that's going on in the world. Cut back on looking at the internet and social media. Focus more of your attention on the things of God so that the things that are coming into your mind are godly thoughts. Luke 6.45 says, A good man or woman brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart And an evil man or woman brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. If your heart, remembering that the heart is your soul, your mind, will, and emotions, if it's full of the Word of God, then that's what will influence your thoughts, and that's what will come out of your mouth, and that is what will control the direction of your life, because you will always be moving towards your dominant thoughts if those dominant thoughts are God thoughts then you will be moving in the way that God wants you if they are worldly thoughts then you will be moving towards the world which is a, a path of death now true disciples have learned to control their thoughts and to only allow those that come from God that way God is always leading their lives into his plan which is a good plan. It's a plan to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future, according to Jeremiah 29.11. Well, that's it for Message 27. I really hope you'll take this to heart and put it into action because it will definitely change your life. Until next time, be blessed.